party tonight. What? TV party tonight. Oh, we got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Don't want to talk about anything else. We don't want to know. We're dedicated yes. to our favorite shows. Oh, my tickets. Everybody loves Hippo Toes. Scary Dog. Dancing at Blurred Good evening. You are listening to a Rattledge Broadcasting Premier Podcast TV party tonight. I'm your host, the Mandated Reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And if you're wondering why I'm taking such deep breaths, because I am way congested and just want to get through this so I can go to bed. Take mad drugs and go to bed. Uh, our favorite show tonight is Halo, kind of. Brought to you by the good That's people. That's a lie. <laughs> Brought to you by shut up, David. Brought to you by the good people at Showtime Networks, three four three Industries, Amblin Television, Chapter Eleven, which that that has dual meanings. One big <laughs> picture and uh, Paramount Plus. Halo, or known as Halo: The Series, is an American military science fiction television series developed by Kyle Killen and Stephen Kane for the streaming service Paramount Plus, based on the video game franchise of the same name. It stars Pablo Schreiber of season two of The Wire fame, Jen, um, Jen Taylor, um, uh, Bokeem Woodbine, and Charlie Murphy, and other people whose names I don't recognize. But names I do recognize. My good friends, first, he insisted we do this even after I tried to bail out at least twice. Ladies and gentlemen, my man who loves the science fiction, David Wright. How do you do, sir? I watched this show for the podcast. Damn it, we're going to do the podcast. Spoke, <laughs> spoken like a man after my own heart. Uh, and speaking of man after my own heart, ladies and gentlemen, the misfit and miscreant himself, the Dungeon Master, Ronnie Adams. How do you do, sir? I'm well. How are you? Uh, I told you how I was doing. I know. Right. It's it's <laughs> just, it's habit. And I'm here, and we're doing Halo. Just give me a break. We're just so uh, polite. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. So, David, um, you a big fan of the game? Uh, I would say... Uh, uh, I wouldn't quite say fan, but I would say I, I appreciate the games. Like okay. I, I think uh, I, I always really like the art design for Halo. I think it's just a great-looking series. Like the design of the armors, the aliens, the, you know, the, the settings, I think is all great. Uh, the music, especially from the first three games, absolutely fantastic. Probably one of the best video game soundtracks ever written uh most halo i played uh with with andrew my friend and yours you know we we do co-op on his xbox play through all the games and i eventually tried some of them when they eventually came out for pc mm -hmm. um but yeah like i've read a couple of the books like i would say like you know i'm i'm familiar enough with what's going on in halo but i am certainly not uh, deeply uh in you know entrenched in the lore okay but I know what a Spartan is. I know what the Forerunners are, what a Halo is. You know, I, I can find my way around. So I've never played this game at all, Ronnie. Not even a little bit. No. I don't think I've ever played it once. Um, I remember my wife telling me that, like, her and her friends back in, like, high school linked up a bunch of Xboxes. And, like, there was, like, 20 of them playing on one television. Land party, baby. Yeah, I guess that's what that is. Yeah, nothing, nothing like that at all. I've never played Halo in my life. How about you? Yes. Um. Started on Halo. Uh, Halo 2 was my very first ever midnight release. Mm -hmm. uh, stood in the mall and waited for that. And I was like, wow, I'll get the game and go home and play now. That's it. <laughs> um, so play till six in the morning. 
regretted it. Um, <laughs> it was, it, I mean, like Halo's always been there for 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 me as long as I can remember. Is if you don't have anything to play, there's always Halo, okay. and that's just how I've always seen it. Um, you know, I've been to land parties. I've been to it's 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 fun. I'm 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 like David. I'm not entrenched in the lore and everything. I know what things are. I know who Master Chief is, and, and you know all this other stuff. So. You know that Dr. Halsey is not an original character, though she may as well be. <laughs> yeah. Now, that one I didn't know, but okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I did. I don't know. I, you know, it's just, it's just, to me, like, it's a fun game. I'm not, I, I, nothing I'm going to get too, too deep into. So, David, back to you. When they announced that they were doing a Halo series, what were your expectations? Uh, basically, just a Halo series, like, uh, yeah, I was just expecting, like you know, running, shooting, Halo stuff happening, like teabagging. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone tried to work it in there somehow. Uh, you know, I was really shocked that they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost like finally because this has been this like they they've been trying to do like a Halo movie, TV show, Anything, pretty much since yeah. the first game came out, and they've had like. All sorts of people from all over Hollywood and the entertainment industry attached to it and unattached to it. And mm. uh, I don't know how or why, but apparently this was the team that someone said, yes, these people have got the right idea. Well, let's that talk person about needs that. to be fired. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that because I, I don't know anything about the game. Like I said, I never played it, so I can't judge the series based on the game. I can only tell you that the series... I mean, I know that like you're a guy in a suit of armor with a machine gun, and you run around, and you shoot aliens. That's pretty much the game. Okay, the important so, part. So the yeah. show opens up with a bunch of aliens, you know, mercilessly attacking this village, and then the Halo people show up, yeah, Spartans, I guess, yeah. and they and they kill the aliens, and then uh, <clears throat> nothing happens for the next eight episodes. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> I I don't. Is that how the game works, David? I don't understand. No, this this is a prequel to the game. Like the oh, game okay. starts off when they actually get to the aforementioned Halo. Mm. You know, we, we've got this big ring. There's like one of our Earth ships. There's one Covenant ship. Hi, Jonas. And like the 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 human ship gets destroyed. They have to crash land on Halo. So you you are the lone surviving Spartan. So you've kind of got to go get everyone together. Start mounting a resistance. Covenant are after you, and you're trying to figure out what the heck this Halo ring is and what it's all about, and you know other things start happening, and yeah, that's that's basically the the first game, Halo. I just okay. shot things and make things explode. Yeah, so this is them trying to f come up with stuff for people to do before Halo happens. Okay, um, let me give you my first impressions of this series. Pablo Schreiber, <clears throat> he was uh, second season of The Wire. Mm -hmm. And then he was also, I think, porn stash in uh, Orange is the New Black. He's a great actor. Mm -hmm. Utterly misused in this. Like he, I, I, And I don't know what the characters are like in the game, if, they, if that's what they were going for. Like, he was supposed to be that stoic. Master Chief is pretty stoic. He's, he, <laughs> okay. he's a man of very few words, but every so often he, he comes up with a decent zinger. But he's, he's definitely not a... Uh, Keep going, I gotta... Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, Master Chief is—he's uh, definitely not a catchphrase spouting, smirking, you know, '80s action hero. He's—he's he's more the the quiet man with the gun that just goes around efficiently killing people. He's—he's he's yeah. more John Wick than uh, Schwarzenegger. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I can't really give Pablo 
uh, whatever is Shriver. Thank you. I was about to say Escobar, but no, that's not right. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> guy. You know, as, as, as much as we complain about Americans' lack of cultural knowledge, uh, you're not the only ones. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I can't really fault him for giving a pretty deadpan performance because, again, Master Chief—that's kind of the character. He's, yeah. He's, and and I and I will give cut them some slack that Master Chief is not the best character to kind of base a show around. You you kind of need a lot of things happening for him to bounce off of. Yeah. So, so, so I don't know, uh, Ronnie. Like, do you have any thoughts on uh, Master Chief or the setup of the show? Um, I, no. Uh, <laughs> you pretty much hit the nail on the head. But everything I would have, uh, everything I would have said about it. Yeah, like um, Halo. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying it, it's Halo is a tough um, uh, intellectual property to tackle with mm-hmm. something like this. It's very tough. Um, it's very oh gosh, if you get it wrong, people will absolutely murder you. Yeah, and it's oh my gosh, boy did they ever get it wrong after a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say like if, if you are someone who likes the story of Halo and the lore of Halo, you will hate this show. All right, yeah. can you? Can, I'm sorry, I had to turn away for a second yeah. to tell my son to not eat his body weight in candy. So explain to me why, in vascular detail in 50 words or less, why, if you like the lore of Halo, you will hate this show, David? Uh, well, basically, there's a lot of things in the show that don't line up with the, the original lore. Okay. Um, like uh, Dr. Halsey, who is not really in the game so much as she's in more like the novels and uh, the supplementary mm-hmm. material. She is not like some sort of evil, psychopathic, mad scientist. That um, she's the blonde broad, right? Yeah, yeah, the blonde broad with the British accent. <laughs> you know it. she's evil because you know. I love, <laughs> I love, uh, as much as we can go into detail, Mark just goes. She's the blonde chick, right? The blonde broad. Yeah. Yep, that's her. That works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the the whole. Uh, oh, what's her name? Mickey or like the 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 white haired chick, not Daenerys from Game of Thrones. She would not exist in the original lore. The Covenant do not keep humans as pets. They they kill them. Right okay. off the bat, like that was that that made no sense. Her being there, yeah. or any of that, um, yeah, it's um, there's just yeah. a lot of things that don't make sense in it. If yeah. you go by the lore, uh, like I said, I'm not deeply entrenched in it. He uh, D- actually, David's very impressive. He knows more Thank than you. I do. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Okay. You're just an so impressive on, man. Broad's name is Natasha McElhone. Yeah, um, who is also anything yeah, in... broad. Yeah, I, um, I mean, yeah. I, I, the character of Quan Ha does not exist at all in the original Halo games, no. and she may as well not exist in in this show either, as far as I'm concerned. Like her, her, her story was completely superfluous to anything. In our okay. group, you've dealt with some pretty like angry fans of like uh, comic book lore and things like that. Yeah, uh, just in our friend group. Yeah, sure. Uh, so imagine sure. that and. Tweak it up about maybe 10 notches, and you got Halo fans. So let me ask you, let me ask you, Ronnie. Uh I mean, have you been hearing, because I haven't heard, by the time we got around to doing this, the the show, I think uh, the last episode aired uh, May 19th. So we're like a month and a half late here. Yeah. Um, What was the buzz on this show from Halo fans? Were people like, fuck this show? or like, (laughs) Pretty much is what I heard. Okay. Okay. 
Did, yeah, did, I'm, did, I'm not steeped in Halo fan culture, but mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of what I heard from the from the outer edges. Is yeah, they, they they were not happy. They were not happy with this, and uh, and it's not just a simple hey, I'm a fan. Um, you know, I'm not happy with how they misinterpreted the book. You know, blah 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 blah. No, this was this was not. This is just not good. Yeah, like I, like I, I tried to, like I kind of got to the first episode. Like, okay, yeah, like if I'm going to go bit by bit, lore by lore, is this faithful to the original? Yeah, it, 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 it fails on that count already. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try and watch this as its own thing and appreciate it that way. That's kind of. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, Mark, while you stepped away, me and Ronnie were kind of going over a bit more of the the sort of positives or the sort of the the difficulties one would face in adapting Halo and that the story is ultimately an excuse to shoot monsters with a gun. But you, you would think that like <clears throat> an episode, an episodic te television show where a guy in armor runs around and shoots aliens would not be this hard to, to make. Yeah. I mean, like, the armor is cool. Like powered combat armor, cyborg, super soldiers, right? Awesome stuff. Alien space battles. Like right. the Covenant are such a great idea. Mm -hmm. Like you have this the theocratic alliance of different alien species that for some reason really don't like humans and want to wipe us out. They have a massive technological advantage over us. So it's a, a ticking clock. We have to do whatever we can to survive, which raises some interesting moral questions. And it's also a great in-lore excuse for them to be unreasonable and have different enemy types for you to shoot at. Great idea. Like I... Like the Covenant are probably like my favorite part of Halo, the games. Whenever you fight any species or group other than the Covenant, I get bored very, very quickly. <laughs> so yeah, it, it does make me wonder why they went this route where it's the, the show seems to be, first of all, there's a lot of tired tropes in this show. Yeah, we, we, we have our lead character who, you know, his whole life is a lie. He has yes. to. They didn't save you. They enslaved you, or something. Yeah, like they that. have to. Un he has to unravel the mystery of his life and then turn against his masters. Ho hum. We've seen that before. Yeah. Um. We have a mystery MacGuffin, an all powerful mystery MacGuffin that we don't know what it does or how it works, but but it's fairly accurate to the games. Like a lot okay. of the game is like, what is the Halo? Who built it? What does it do? Why did mm -hmm. the Covenant want it? And then um, you have the, and, and this is what I wanted to ask you about. I don't know how much of like the Quang, I, I think his name, the character's name. Quang I think it's something like that. Quang Hua. Yeah. yeah. Like how, and then um, she, she pals around with Bokeem Woodbine for a while. Um, and I don't know how accurate to the game that is either. Not at all. Like okay. I don't think Bokeem Woodbine is not in the game. No. I mean, it's, uh, I appreciate that he actually looked like he was actually having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of like my biggest complaint is like, this show is just complete misery. Like everyone sucks, everyone is evil, everything's depressing. Right. You know, like, like they're like the games are about humanity trying not to be annihilated by an alien race of right. superior the, the, technology. You would think and when you find out what Halo does, it gets even worse from there. Well, say, the games like, are more cheerful than this show. <laughs> you would think a a show about the human race trying to fight back against the Galactic Empire would be, you know, fun to watch. But no. <laughs> This is like you're you're either following Pablo Schreiber's Master Chief character, and yeah, okay, I get stoic, but there's stoic, and then there's cardboard, and then you get the Bokeem Woodbine and uh, and Quang characters, and they're okay. They they've kind of got like a Han Solo Princess Leia thing going on, but then it it, it focuses less on Bokeem Woodbine and more on her, 
and I, I don't know, about midway through the series, it just felt like she was yelling at a lot of people. Yeah, well, yeah. what I... Uh, go ahead, Ronnie. Oh, no, no, I was just saying, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, like, yeah, before the Human Covenant War, there was this sort of insurgency thing with the UNSC. The UNSC mm -hmm. isn't really delved deep into, at least in the first three games, as to what it is. Here, they've obviously gone with a fascistic uh, dictatorship. Like, wh whoever wrote this show, like, I, I think we need to, like, they need to get some help or something. Because they apparently <laughs> they seem to hate the human race and everything it touches and wish for its destruction, as near as I can tell. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like, like so, the Spartans were originally created to like deal with the, this insurgency, but then the Covenant mm -hmm. showed up, and it was like, you know, new plan. Let's not get all ge ge genocided. Um, so, <laughs> so, like, I, I don't, I don't so much mind. Like the stuff that they used is they they do use the pieces of Halo to make this show. Mm. Um, like the whole Spartans being kidnapped from at birth and replaced with Flash clones. That is lore accurate, and that is a moral. Quandary, though not really one that it really gets deep into. Like, it's like how how would the game deal with that? Yeah, uh, it kind of just brushes it over. Like I think in like the Halo animated anthology, there was a scene where like one of the Spartans escaped and tried to go back to their family, but they saw them with the clone that was in a wheelchair dying, and then they realized that their place was with the Spartans. And like the kids, they kind of just overall like this is our life. We are soldiers. Mm -hmm. You know, like like they're kidnapped when they were six, so like they need to be. Yeah, but like it I'm certainly sure. there was a bit of like Captain Keys was always sort of you know he it was not his pr proudest moment being involved with the Spartan program in that way, but it was sort of viewed as sort of like a necessary evil. But I mean, if you are going to adapt yeah. Halo into a show and you need some sort of source of drama, it's not a it's not an unreasonable angle to yeah. to explore. Like I can't really give him heck for for that. Um, I do give him heck for when Master Chief and uh, whatever the other one, the one that puts the the, the gun grease in her hair when they when they find it out they're like yo should we tell the other Spartans like no we we shouldn't tell them right now so we can have a Spartan on Spartan fight in episode seven because you know we were upset that we weren't told for this long you know like uh, but uh, to go get all the way back to Kuang who I tangented there uh, yeah like I I kind of like the the idea of giving Master Chief someone to bounce off of is a good one though they kind of kick her out of that that position pretty quick like yeah like the, episode two yeah. And and yeah, and then she's yeah, she just kind of yells at everyone, and despite everything she's doing being the worst idea ever, seems <laughs> to succeed because the script says so. Like, really, she should have been killed at that vigil she went to. Because if if I was like evil fascist taking over cleaning house, that would be the place I would make sure all my men were ready to infiltrate to make sure that any last embers of resistance were were exterminated. Like, like she's yeah, like I I did not like I I don't like it when you have characters that basically act stupid. And succeed just because the story says so. Like there needs to be some element of consequence for your actions. And characters can, by all means, be flawed. Can all by by all means fail, but then they learn from that, and then they come back better in the end. And I just didn't like that. And and what she did had no bearings on any of the other events of the show. I know they're setting up something where like her family is involved with another artifact on the planet. You see her great ancestor talking to like one of the guardians of of the halos like a 343 guilty spark for those of you that are familiar with halo but other than that it's like we we could have written out this entire plot line and lost nothing i think it's it's basically there to meet some sort of producer's note and uh add two episodes to the episode count in the end um i mean the only good thing is like burn gorman shows up and you know burn gorman's awesome so ronnie um dave's been going for a little while what are some of your notes yeah. on the show he clearly did way more homework than i did <laughs> 
Well, you're you're here. You wanted to talk about it. That was back when I thought it was going to be good. Oh my God, Ronnie! <laughs> contribute to the conversation, yeah, sir. Cautionary tale. Listen, I'm listen. Don't dad me out here because I'm going to contribute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, the thing about it is, is like I'm not big. I wasn't that big into the lore of Halo. I like the games. I wanted. I just wanted a a sci-fi shoot 'em up. Huh? Aliens, maybe a little drama in there. It didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that at all. The first episode when they started blowing up teenagers, I was like, "This is this is kind of, this is kind of awesome." That is a you rough know? opening scene, but I was like, "Oh, if this is what the show is. I'm into it." Right, I'm completely sold. Mm-hmm. And then the show just went, you know, rock bottom after that, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think we have a full on like Halo assault scene until what episode eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, the, yeah, there was the Covenant attack to get oh, the uh, artifact, which was uh, mm-hmm. which was a really great action scene. Like when when the show has action scenes, it's good. And actually, getting back to your initial question, like yeah, I, I like what was I expecting? More human Covenant war stuff, less Master Chief family drama. Right. There's just nothing but family drama. You came from this. We got you this, and yeah. you know, unfortunately, you know, your helmet's glued on. We can't do anything. I don't know what else was in there. <laughs> Um, it was just it was just a bunch of nonsense that it didn't need to be there. Um, if you want to add that stuff in and piss everybody off, that's fine. But give give people what they want with a Halo movie or a Halo show. Give them the fights. Give them the 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 Covenant versus uh you know versus Master Chief. Give them give them everything you had in that first what fifteen minutes of the of the very first show. Mm-hmm. Give them that. Give me that, and I'll be happy. You know, and 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 with the storyline, I'll be like, okay, I don't really get into this, but I like this. You know, there 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 will be points where I will make myself follow something just to get to where I want to be, unless it's just that bad. I was thinking, and and, and I can't say for certain if this is right. Maybe you guys know more than I do, but I feel like the people who liked Battlestar Galactica liked liked it because it was more of that kind of structure, where there was a there was a setup, but the setup always led to some sort of big action sequence. And that was more or less the structure of the series. You know what? That's that's that. I find that very accurate that you said that. Um, this is very much a. I always found Battlestar Galactica the the mixture between Star Wars and Star Trek because mm-hmm. it had its it had its you know discovery and search and and science and then it had its like laser swords and and space wizards, and you take those things and you mix them together. Right. I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but that mean what it boils down to is space wizards and and, and laser swords. Sure. Um, so you have Battlestar Galactica in that, and that, that that's what I always thought of that. Um, I could be completely off the mark because I haven't seen it since I was a kid or, or so. Uh, I didn't even watch the newer ones. Um, but this is this is very. Huh? Well, well, I brought it up because like that seemed like it would have been a good template for this show, and they ran away from it. David, I'm not going to yeah. go back to you for a second, Ronnie, but David, go ahead because like I mentioned Battlestar Galactica, and you're like eyes crossed. Yeah, well, as, as you you might notice from uh, sorry, <laughs> here, there, there's 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 a bit of a theme. Like, there's, I, I don't know if you were familiar with the show. Yes, well, I've got two <laughs> battle stars and a viper here from the 2003 reboot. So, yes, it's pretty much my favorite show ever. If someone said, "What do I think is the best like TV show ever made?" The 2003 it's the wire reboot. Yeah, that that is like my wire, I guess you could say. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but. Yeah, 
Yeah, Battlestar, it took its premise, but it also used it to good dramatic effect. Like, yes, there were action scenes. There weren't tons of action scenes, but mm-hmm. like, the drama no. more focused on like the effects of like having your entire civilization destroyed. You know, we've gone from a blossoming civilization of 12 planets plus to like a ragtag fleet of ships with only one military ship left, just fighting for our lives and what that does to people. Mm-hmm. Sort of the ideas of you know, like what do you have to do to survive and what costs that that has on humans. Like it, it, like the Spartan program, you could have gone that direction with like, you know, we did these horrible things to, to these kids, but Mm -hmm. we needed a weapon that could save humanity and the price of destroying these families and uh, robbing these children of like normal lives, we think is worth it for the lives that they have saved. Mm -hmm. And and Battlestar kind of did that question. Like, you know, we, we, we have, you know, a, a space liner that is acting erratically and the, the Cylons keep finding us every 33 minutes. And it seems to coincide with whenever the ship jumps in, you know, so is this ship compromised? Is there a tracking device? So we have to shoot this ship, you know, and kill all the people on it, which might still be alive in order to save the whole fleet. What does that do to someone who has to pull the trigger on that? Right. You know, I, I, and, and so on and so forth. And it, it kind of went into a lot of this. It, it did explore like what it is to be human, the, the morality of, you know, survival versus civilization and so on and so forth. And it, tr- it tr- treated those topics with respect and acknowledging the gray area of it. You know, the virtuous hero isn't always right, but neither is the person who is suggesting the more morally shady practical stuff. And, you know, good characters do bad things bad characters do good things sometimes. And it was a very interesting, very sort of human drama. And you could have taken elements of that and made that work with, with Halo, I think. But, but again, they, oh, they didn't go that way. That was my suggestion that like, I think Battlestar Galactica from what I knew of it, and I not nearly the aficionado that you are, yeah. would have worked as a, would have worked as a template then, you know, he, here's my problem. I'm going to go back to you in a second, Ronnie, but Halo for me, and it was why it was a slog for me to get through and why I almost canceled this review because I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I and more to the point, Halo absolutely broke me from wanting to do further television reviews. And mm-hmm. my and the reason why I say that is it, it seems like whenever they're developing these shows, I don't want to just go back and like the critical drinker thing, like, oh, it's the message. But I do feel like Outside of shows like maybe The Boys or The Orville, they always follow this really weird, like, thematic pattern. And they they seem to they seem to want to accentuate the dramatic elements of it. Almost to the point where, like, it feels like the show was made on the cheap. And I don't know what the budget for this thing was. But it, it feels like we need to fill the show up with a lot of talking and a lot of melodrama. And maybe you'll get an action sequence or two. Yeah, I, I have, my, my theory is I think we have writers that don't write sci-fi. And mm-hmm. that kind of really frustrates me with a lot of sci-fi properties where, yeah, like we want this property because it has this built-in fan base. We go, Foundation. Yeah. Remember when we reviewed Foundation, yeah. we had a very similar complaint of, yeah. my God, this is just endless talking. And it never, you know, and everything is shot in the desert. That's yeah. another thing. Like everything is always either in a, in a dark warehouse or in a desert. Most of the book is people talking. Like most mm-hmm. of that story takes place in meeting rooms. <laughs> well, fair, we're talking but... about interesting stuff. 
Right. Yeah. I, I'm going to go back to you, Ronnie, but I think that's that's my biggest problem with, with as I was watching the show was if you're not steeped in any of the lore and this stuff isn't really catching your interest, like I spent most, that's why I'm like not weighing in a lot on the conversation. I had no fucking clue what was happening half the time. All, all everyone just seems sad. And, and I want to come back to something. I this this I wanted to comment on, but it was like, I, I think the only interesting part of the show for me was Pablo Schreiber arguing with his AI. And outside of that, I couldn't follow what was happening half the time. And then when they finally got deep, 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 deep into you were stolen from your family, I'm like, but I don't care. You haven't I've seen done a story before. You not only that, but you haven't done anything to make Pablo Schreiber to me like a sympathetic enough character that I would care that he was taken from his family. Like, I, okay, I'm sorry that that happened to you. That sucks. But you're not that interesting of a character for me to really like. Oh no, not you, Pablo Schreiber. Yeah, like like in the first level of the game, when you get to the end, it's all like get off the ship. Mm -hmm. Scene where like the Marines are trying to get into the escape pods, and like there's an explosion. One Marine is knocked down; he's on the floor, almost unconscious. And you see Chief; he's just like like they're laying down, covering fire, mowing down Covenant. Like with one hand, he's like shooting at them all with like his assault rifle. With the other, he picks the Marine up off the floor, throws him into an escape pod, and keeps going. Like. Mm -hmm. and not only is he baddest but it shows you like this guy you know he's taking care of his 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 crewmates right. you get none of that from the show yeah and and, right. and then like okay this guy's a cool guy like i'm, I'm mm -hmm. rooting for him ronnie we uh we were all over you there so okay, right. go ahead and finish up what you were saying oh as far as what i was saying i don't remember because <laughs> i was listening <laughs> to you guys but you actually had a you actually had a point that i wanted to hit too because th there was no reason to cheer for him yeah i mean like okay see you look at Finn and 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 the Star get off me dog you <laughs> drooled all over my knee my dog um go lay down you look at Finn who has the exact same background mm -hmm. as Master Chief Finn was a sympathetic character in that because you actually started to like him you know when you found out yeah they took me from my family and everything else oh man well that sucks you know uh, because he had some you know he had some charisma he had some you know, uh, with uh, with Poe, and 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 going to find you know, and and seeing uh, BB-8 and everything. With that, it was like, oh man, I can't believe that really sucks. I mean, that that that's you know, that's a sad background for him. Mm -hmm. And this is just like, yeah, it fits. <laughs> yeah, they need some, you know, it fits. Oh, uh, but it's just you know, I don't know. I, I guess I'm too used to playing the video games multiplayer <laughs> rather than the uh rather than the uh than the single player with the, the story i just man you had such a good formula for having you know just an all-out war against aliens okay. you know I wanna, you, go ahead falling skies i want to talk about i mentioned it a few minutes, seconds ago but i want to just touch on this and then i'm pretty much done it'll be last election we'll get out of here so much of this Halo television show is him arguing with the AI. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't even, like, get where the AI thing came from. But, and I guess that's, you know, in, when you're playing the game, that's the computer talking to you to let you know, like, pull this gun, do this, do that. Yeah. But I get I get the functionality of it in the video game. Yeah, they she made... the lore, does the research, opens yeah. locked doors. And, yeah, she, she gives you something to bounce off of. Because, again, Master Chief doesn't talk a lot. So... My question is, is that a thing in the video game to where he has to art, you know, where he doesn't want his own AI? 
that he had to like learn to like learn learn to love his AI. Because that's the other thing. So much of this story is dedicated to him like rejecting this thing, and then by the end of it, it's like okay, they learn to work together. Yeah, there's sure. uh, yeah, Cortana and Chief kind of they have more of a partnership. She wasn't this mm-hmm. sort of sneaky thing designed to like take over his brain or shut mm-hmm. him off. It was more like I well in, in the game, AIs are commonplace. They're yeah. all over the place. They're used in the fleet. Cortana is just like a special advanced one developed by by Halsey for for the Spartan program. Like mm-hmm. at the beginning of the first game, she's in the ship, and it was okay. like, oh, when you when you evacuate the ship, then you know you get Cortana put in you, and then she's able to give you your briefing, your objectives, tell you what to do and whatnot. But yeah, the chief and Cortana kind of have this, you know, like it's, she was it's, helpful. Yeah, she was helpful, and like there was a sort of mutual respect between them. Like there's this, yeah. Kind of like if you watch the, uh, the the gameplay trailer that they did for E3 for Halo 2, there's a bit at the end of the game where like Chief's surrounded by, or the level I should say, there's Chief's surrounded by like elites, you know, like they're, they all got their guns out and he has like one plasma grenade and plasma grenades, like they stick to the people they throw, you throw them on. And he like turns on the grenade and you just hear Kotana go, bet you can't stick it. And he goes, you're on. And he throws the grenade and that's the end of the gameplay mm-hmm. and it's that kind of relationship where it's like you know a little bit playful but very respectful and and fun mm-hmm. you know it, it's almost like you turn it on it's like oh it's it's ai and the oh she's kind of hot you know oh she's <laughs> just that's, that's that's why in the game yeah she's she, you know she's kind of hot and then she's very helpful she like like I said she unlocks doors she does this she does that she tells you where to go and she gives you she gives you hints that's what she was there for. Now she lives in all of your computers if you're if you're a Windows owner. Yeah. Um, but it, in this, it was almost like she was a nuisance, and uh, and she was there to you know to 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 regulate him instead of help him, and I, and I, that was disappointing as well. I was like, oh man, I don't want that. Yeah. Even Cortana's but, miserable until yeah, like episode seven or eight. All right, um, David. Anything else about this show you want to talk about? Uh, like there, I wouldn't say. Like, I, I do think I should try and give some of the good points. We've already talked about how it was a bit of a a, a tough job, anyway. Even for for like a, a a great writer to sort of make something that works. But other than just yeah, nonstop action. In which case, play the game. <laughs> uh, but like, I think the the production design team did a great job. Like all the Halo stuff looked like it should. Like the armor. Yeah. Looked- weapons look good you know like the the cg for most of the covenant stuff and the way the elites and the jackals and all all the different units looked was i thought very well done like all the yeah. sound effects were the right sound effects like when the shields overload you get the yeah the shield warning thing and then you hear the charge sound. like you know like the like the, the people on the prop side of things did a really good job and i thought when the when the action scenes did happen i think the first one was a bit too kung fu-y but uh, <laughs> after that when when you get into like the artifact fight and the spartan on spartan duel and halsey stages her coup which i thought was actually part of the show where i actually did kind of get a bit interested in it like it, it, it's good stuff and i wish there was more of that we got more of seeing the human covenant war and the cost and the different aspects of that uh I thought the the final fight scene on whatever planet they were on was that looked cheap. Like that was like we ran out of money. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I think they legitimately ran out of money when they realized that they had did such a good job on the production side of it. Um, you know, with the armor and everything else, and they're like, okay, we got to cut some stuff. 
Yeah, but I, uh, I let's would... take out all the cool action scenes. Let's add some stupid political stuff in, and yeah, all right, we're good. <laughs> I think we're taking writers that are work better with dramas and getting them to write something sci-fi, and they don't really know how to write sci-fi. A lot of yeah. the new Star Trek shows have the same issue, and yeah, like if you're looking for like a good sci-fi show, watch the 2003 Battlestar series, watch The Expanse. The they're much better. The sci-fi. Orville, yeah, the Orville. It's good. I really like the Orville. And, and if you, if you want Halo stuff, watch Forward Unto Dawn or the Fall of Reach series they did on Netflix, or just play the game for nine hours or watch <laughs> play the game for nine hours. Yeah. All, right. All right, Ronnie, if you want nothing else, then we will uh, call it for the evening. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah, play the game, have fun, do, a, do an old school LAN party. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, well, tomorrow uh, it'll be myself, David Wright, and Robert Winfrey talking Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm sure that won't be a complete disaster. Um, and then I'm not doing any more live shows this week. However, I will have some re-airs because I'll be away for a couple of days. We'll have the uh, Legend of Tarzan review we did a few years ago. We'll have an on-trial for the movie Inception by Chris Nolan. Um, on, then starting Sunday, we'll start fresh again. We'll have a triple feature with myself and Sean Comer. We'll be doing Studio 666, which is the Foo Fighters horror movie. Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny and Detroit Rock City. We will be continuing our, on Monday. We'll be continuing our look at uh, David Simon's great work from the Corner to the Deuce. We'll actually be looking at the Corner, one of the most depressing shows I've ever watched. <laughs> and then, um, depressing than Halo? <laughs> yes, quite. Wow, um, I'm saying something. And then on Tuesday, uh, myself, Jason Teasley, and Robert Winfrey will be reviewing Where the Crawdads Sing. And then on Thursday, I think this is like the no, not it's not the last, but um, it's the last time I'm going to be doing three and four shows in a week. When I come back from my vacation, uh, I'll be down to two days a week, uh, and we're we're ending it with uh, myself and Alexis Hannah talking Ms. Marvel, which I just caught up on over the weekend. Myself, my daughter, and even my wife watched it, and uh, we're we're four out of six episodes in, and we're very much enjoying Ms. Marvel. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the Marvel fans are feeling about it, but I like it. It's, it it's I think your good. daughter would like it. Yeah, she's she's very much enjoying it. Yeah. All right, Ronnie. Um, I... Dave, Dave, Dave doesn't have any plugs, but um, no. Dave will be back. Dave will be back for uh, Strange New Worlds whenever we do that. So. I think also nice. Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, and Love and Thunder. Duh, you'll be here. You'll <laughs> be here too. Well, let's be honest, that that's gonna be Robert's show. Yep. <laughs> It's gonna be got a lot of a lot of this happening here, you know. It's gonna be a lot of yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, all right, Ronnie, go ahead and do your plugs. Let's get out of here. I got a Twitch uh, Twitch channel called Misfits and Miscreants. Uh, we play a biweekly game of uh, D and Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we're playing Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden right now. It's going really well. Got a good group of players. Um, we've seen some drama in it, uh, end game drama where you know we've got a character that died and. Uh, in in real life, the the player had some other stuff he had to attend <laughs> to, but um, we've got some uh, cool stuff coming up. I've got some uh, one shots. Hopefully, they'll turn into longstanding games that uh, of different uh, systems, such as uh, Call of Cthulhu and Kids on Bikes, things like that, that are going to be airing soon. Um, but uh, we play a lot of tabletop role playing games. Um, I do a lot of uh, uh, of that and then uh, sometimes you'll see my big dumb head playing video games on there uh and then we you know i sometimes i just sit and talk and paint minis so if you see me doing that just come and talk to me i, I answer questions about t- tabletop role-playing games specifically D as well 
so just come hang out with me. It's a lot of fun. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us here on TV Party tonight for David Wright and for Ronnie Adams. I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.